I'm here with Mr. Ray Rodriguez. All right, so first question I have for you, Ray, is how long have you been a professional basketball player? Um, I'm heading into my 23rd season with the Los Angeles Lakers. I've uh, been playing every position on that team for a couple decades now. Wow, and I think that you actually have the uh, record for the all-time like backflip slam dunks. How many of those do you have so far? Uh, like today or alone or just my, in my career? Uh, the whole career. Uh, probably a couple million. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's do a serious one now. All right. So I'm here with Mr. Ray Rodriguez. Ray, could you tell us a little bit about how you got started and where you started? Because I believe you started working with Ryan Panetta. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, um, that is 100% correct, Mr. Dakota Bailey. So I started off working for Ryan Pineda. I was a social media manager while I was in college. And simultaneously, uh, Ryan was teaching me about wholesaling and flipping houses. Uh, so I learned that while I was working for him, worked for him for two years. We did a couple dozen deals together. We uh, flipped uh, some homes together, I wholesaled houses to him. And then I kind of went off and did my own thing afterwards. Let's go. I like it, dude. So um, it's funny because I was literally just talking to a guy out here that was like, hey, uh, have you ever thought about, you know, you're going to train somebody and then they're going to end up your competition? And I was like, yeah, I'm not really worried about that because I want people to do what they want to do. Did you notice any resentment or anything from Ryan or was he like super happy and, you know, okay with it? Yeah, that's a great question. And so I always knew that my plan was to go off and do it on my own. Uh, so before Ryan ever hired me, one of the very first things I said during my interview was, hey, this is what my plan is. And if uh, you don't want to take me on, I completely understand that because I really do plan on being your competitor in, I don't know, a few months to a few years. And so I think I was, um, I had the, the benefit of being very forthcoming with him from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And um, I will give Ryan his props. When I worked for him, he was always finding ways to like level me up with in this company and so let's say that would happen every six months every six months i would kind of politely remind him hey man as much as i appreciate this i don't want you to think i'm going to be in here for the long run in case you know i don't know what his entire vision was so no there wasn't any resentment uh, i think because we had that open communication multiple times yep that's freaking awesome all right uh so you have a team now tell us a little bit about the team that you've grown how long you've been doing it like how long have you been by yourself who's on your team different things like that yeah, so right now we are in October of 23. I hired my first guy in June of 22, so call it a little less than a year and a half ago. Uh, right now we have a guy doing our, our sales stuff. We have a guy running our marketing. Um, my dad does all of our project management. We have about a dozen flips going on right now. We have an admin and then we have one VA, so that's what our team looks like. Geez, so how many people is that total? Well, sales, marketing, project management, admin, VA, myself, so six people. All right. So what is your best hiring advice? My best hiring advice would be to not listen to anything I say because I clearly don't have that much experience hiring people underneath my belt. Um, but if there was one thing, it would be um, make sure they're a core value fit more than anything else. Um, if we're not going to be a core value fit, it's just nothing else is going to work out. But if you're really looking for hiring advice, don't take it from a 23-year-old. <laughs> okay, what's been the worst hire that you've made so far? Have you made like a bad hire? Yeah, I, I did make a bad hire, and uh, we did end up having to let the guy go. Um, ultimately, though, I think as a business owner, everything falls back on you. So sure, I could say, oh, this guy was you know, doing X, Y, and Z wrong. He was constantly showing up late, or he was a no-call, no no-show, which is essentially, eventually, what made me let him go. Mm -hmm. And I, I could point the finger at him and whatnot, but really, I point all fingers back at myself. 
I'm the guy who allowed him into our organization, um, and he is who he is, you know. So it, it does fall back on me. But yeah, that that was the worst hire that I did make. Okay, and what was your best hire? Uh, so far, I would definitely say my best hire is uh, my acquisitions guy. Shout out Jerry Barales. Um, he started with me. He was the first person I ever hired, and uh, he's been moving up within the company the last 15 months. And uh, I mean, he's had like two months now where he's made 20 grand. So wow. um, yeah, he's doing good. That's freaking awesome. All right, so uh, what is your current net worth? Yeah, it's it's a, a little under 700, so probably like 650 to 675 uh, if you include like equity and like rentals and, and cash, stuff like that. Got it, okay, and then where did it start? Like let's just say a year and a half ago, you didn't have this business, you're working for Ryan, where was your net worth then? And then what was the trajectory difference? Yeah, so June, let me think. Okay, so it's kind of easy for me to tell this because uh, in June is when June of last year is when I hired my first guy, but uh, I also got an award from Ryan like two weeks before I hired him because I had made like a quarter million dollars the first six months of the year. Wow. So um, the previous year I made 125, and then up to June of last year I had made 250, um, and then I had I bought my first property that month as well, and I bought it like with 80k equity. So if I and I really had no expenses at the time because uh, we don't spend money marketing or anything. So my net worth at the time was probably somewhere between like three, eh, let's call it around like 300, somewhere in that ballpark, around like three to 350 maybe. Got it. That's awesome. <clears throat> okay. And so obviously you went a different route than I see a lot of different people go. So. Uh, some people will go and like, oh, I'm going to learn one skill. They're going to learn sales. They're going to learn marketing. They're going to learn, you know, different things. Would you suggest that people do the same way as you did? Or do you wish that you would have, you know, just started by yourself from the beginning? Or do you think that other people should go work for somebody? Let them know the proper expectation of, hey, I'm going to come here. I want to learn. I'm going to make you a lot of money while I'm here. But at the end of the day, I want to go do my own thing. Which one do you think would be more beneficial now looking back? I think you're going to learn way more working for somebody than uh, trying to figure it out on your own. Or um, And then if you don't have the, lu the luxury of working for someone, joining a coaching program is going to be the, the second best bet. But if you are able to work for someone, that would for sure be the way to go. And um, something I really learned from Ryan when I worked for him, sure, I learned a little bit of sales, a little bit of marketing, and a little bit of real estate. But the biggest thing that I learned was how to be a business owner. Ryan is not managing properties. Ryan's not taking sales calls or running marketing. But um, I got to see I got to watch them start like four new businesses and every single time it was the exact same process you know you need people for this this and this and ultimately Ryan's just a phenomenal marketer recruiter sales guy um, so even now like I don't know how to change a toilet or how to change a light bulb but I have a guy on my team who has the contractors who can do all that so um, long story short I would for sure recommend working for someone if you do have that luxury and uh, no I would not really not to say you shouldn't learn sales and marketing that stuff is important but if you can go out there and hire someone who's a way better closer than you are that's gonna be a lot better for your business than you who might be like a super introverted shy person trying to figure out how to lock up a red seller oh, those, those are some fire questions. I think you missed your calling, bro. You should have been a, you're Joe Rogan. Go sell LTD, man. And this was like a live podcast. Great. Right. A lot of people uh, find it very difficult to think of themselves as becoming a multimillionaire, making their first million, different things like that. That seems too far-fetched. So what would you suggest that people do in order to make their first $100,000? I feel like that's the first goal that people always want to hit. What would you suggest that they do? 
Yeah, so making my first $100,000, um, I went from zero to 100 grand in like 11 months at 21 years old. So I, I can speak on that pretty easily. Um, pick one strategy, one way of doing that strategy and do nothing besides that. So for me, that strategy was wholesaling real estate and I picked one marketing channel and that was getting my deals directly off the MLS. So I did that um, for 12 months and at month 12, I had $125,000 saved up in my bank account. So if you wanna do real estate or whatever you wanna do, just pick one thing and then pick one channel within that thing and don't stop until you become really good at it. Boom, I like it. Dude, those were some awesome <laughs> I, I, that makes me feel like I need to rewrite the questions I asked you and Justin yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, those were phenomenal. Bro. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, we do a lot of podcasts.